In recent weeks, there's been a little flurry of appreciation for this podcast and for specific episodes, and I've had a few people ask how they can contribute, and like I've said many times, on these these episodes are my seva, they're my contribution, they are my chi donation, and so they're always going to be free. And if you want to do something for me, share the episode, share the podcast. You can also buy my course, Shadow Stalking 101. But, you know, this thing of uh, giving back, you can pay it forward. You know, you can also, um, if you really feel like donating actual cash, you can do that to an organization that you really care about, maybe that you haven't really been ready to donate to, or you can donate your time, donate your own chi, and that is like giving back to me. The chi cycle is something that we're all very connected with, and so any contribution you make out there, and if you want it to be specifically towards me, you know, write me a review, share my episodes, and you know, make it more directly Uh, impacting my listeners. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. Once again, here's a difficult subject to address without creating the thing that I'm wanting to dispel, but let's just go ahead and attempt to do this. What here, Here's the goal. The goal is to neutralize phenomena that has worked in shadow. So um, I'll do my best and please listen to this content with uh, a, a significant amount of authority over your own experience and discerning what I'm saying, you know, testing my, my, uh, theories, what I'm presenting against your own experience. What I want to talk about is what we can call or what the new age calls calling something in. And there's not many things that come out of pop psychology or new age psychology or new age spirituality that I really relate to, but calling things in is something that I do relate to. I do get that. Uh, it, it fits with our, our ideas that we use in shadow integration, somatic work, um, any kind of thing where we're, the idea is that the outer reality is a, is a representation of what's happening internally. So this idea of calling things in is really important when we are working with shadow to understand that we can create the very thing that we are attempting to, um, 
you know, shelter ourselves from or protect other people from or or there's some sort of what happens in this phenomena is there's some sort of alarm around a symbol or a cluster of symbols that we then create the exact outcome that we that our alarmism is trying to help us avoid. It's sort of like the henny penny or chicken little idea that the sky is falling. Well, the sky actually ends up falling on henny penny and chicken little, not, you know, the the symbolic sky. But it wasn't. It wasn't falling and the alarmism creating a following around uh, an idea that the sky is falling. These are all the things that I'm wanting to bring up around calling in. There's another thing, which is I talk about every once in a while with black magic users. People that use black magic call in black, uh, black energies. So you might be the kind of person that is perfectly... Um, stable and have a lot of sacred space around you, but then you start playing with symbols and portals and suddenly there's this called in energy. So that it doesn't even matter if you believe that there's a true separate entity or energy from yourself. All of this is, is symbolic of our own inner life. So it doesn't matter if you believe that it's an, a, a separate thing or it's you um, acting symbolically in the outer world. It doesn't matter. The idea is that we, and this isn't that you create your bad situation, like something bad is happening to you because you created that by being in denial or something. It's not that either. The, the idea here is that we want to be really conscious of what we're calling into our reality. And there's a simple cure or, or way to, and I've named it already a, a few times, which is alarm. The, the emergency energy, there's an a episode I made called Emergence, which talks about the difference between emergence or something emerging in your consciousness as opposed to an emergency, which has a lot of future tripping, has a lot of fear attached to it that's mind-made. That's emergency energy. Alarm is the same. So somebody might be, and that this is why this podcast, this particular episode is a little weird because I'm wanting to caution us and that could be misinterpreted as me being alarmed or trying to alarm you to something. Let, let's see if we can pick that apart a little bit and be more in witness consciousness where we're witnessing the phenomena, we're making space for it, we're holding it, but we're not going to be thrown around by these waves because we're actually the ocean. We're, we're the container holding the waves. And, but we want to know, know what the waves are and how they work. We want to know how this stuff works. So I could rattle off famous and infamous people who have called in energies that they pretend are outside of themselves, where suddenly they're... I've heard so many people predicting outcomes that come true, and then they believe their predictions. But guess what? It was the prediction that created the negative outcome in the first place. So this is why this is kind of really good to, to get witness on. We want to know what we're saying the future is. Whatever you say the future is, that's what it's going to be for you. So I'm not saying to be Pollyanna about it or pretend like the future's all like rosy, but to stop being in the future is the method here and to get present 
to the 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 activated or sparked pain or spark of energy that is causing the mind to to escape into the future into alarmism into something that basically creates drama where there isn't any drama so there can be facts let's just say that you know somebody that's in a dire situation and there's facts to that there's there's these elements that are creating their their circumstances so the difference between being aware of the facts or whatever facts you can kind of gather in the moment whatever data you can collect and then deciding what all of that means is is where we want to fine tune this thing so i might have a bunch of data and believe that means that something negative is going to happen well they've proven this that if you get a diagnosis from a doctor that's negative it's likely to come true doctors have stopped giving like they they don't they don't say you have 6 months to live anymore they stop doing that because it leads to that <laughs> so they i don't know if that's totally true they probably do give some outcomes but but in general they have they've become aware of the science behind this that when you cast a spell when you create which is really a curse when you curse somebody to some outcome or some destiny or some fate it's it it's very possible that'll come true. So I, I'm very careful with what I listen to. If I see, if I'm if I'm listening to some podcasts and I hear somebody saying this is like this and this is like this and the future is like I quit. If I hear it doesn't even matter if I really like the content or if I like the person or anything, I will quit listening to somebody who's in a spell casting mood. Men are like this. Women do this. This bad thing is happening to women. This is this is that. If somebody's got that running in their content, I quit. I I go for a much different type of content that's more open-ended and that is about presence and about now. So we can really back this up and I mean go backwards, take steps back and come out of calling in dynamics clusters of symbols, situations, um, uh, alarming things by doing a completely different thing with our energy, which is to witness, to be, it's sort of like we want to be a little bit more instinctual and animal in this life. That tree is green. There's rain. The sun is rising over there. Oh, it's dry in the garden. You know, we want to be taking stock of the facts or just take collecting data more than going, okay, it's dry in the garden. That means this year I'm not going to have a garden. My, I'm, my garden's not going to work. Do you hear the difference? That's, that's going to get, that's becoming alarmed. Even if you get a bill in the mail that you're not supposed to get or that, that scares you, just go, oh, you can start naming it like, oh, Melissa just got a bill. Huh. Wow, that activated something. Let's feel that. And and we can just start naming what we see, just sort of letting starting to train the mind to stop coming to conclusions, to stop calling in outcomes or calling in things. And I think this is particularly important with people that work with shadow, people that work with symbolic content, archetypal forces, 
when you name something, you're calling it in. You're calling it by its name. You're summoning things. So careful what you what you summon. We want to summon the things that are here currently. If something's emerging and we're we want to work with it, oh, that's the child. The child is emerging. And you can listen to that episode called The Child Speaks if you want to hear more about the child. You could say, oh, the child is emerging. That's the child. That's naming something that's here now rather than summoning something forward. And that's really helpful when you're doing work that is kind of liminal, kind of, you know, underworldy, where you're working with, I, I always recommend we do this stuff soberly. I am not the person to go to for adding a mood or mind altering substance that changes your ability to choose to be in the overworld, the underworld, or the liminal world. I I think we want to be able to choose that and have the skills to go back and forth rather than rely on a substance or be stuck in a state because of a substance. I think that we can all learn to choose where to go with this. We don't, we don't need to rely on anything external. Now, there's, there is some content, and I teach some of this in my courses, about working with the spirit of plants and the spirit of energies in order to uh, understand what that plant has to offer you. And uh, again, caution you know, let's, let's learn how to do this soberly before we start calling in the other kinds of layers of, of energies or symbols or anything like now, if you're working with symbols, magic symbols, uh, power objects, any of that kind of stuff, limit it. There's just about nothing. There's, there's so little needed in this reality right now other than heart there's there's very little needed so be very very limited with the amount of symbols like if you're playing with symbols and making up symbols and putting symbols all over the quit it you really don't need much of that um i also recommend doing very little of that kind of divination or that kind of stuff because you just don't need it you it's not necessary if you want to if you want to focus on any kind of symbol focus on heart focus on the heart path, start there. And, and that's going to really start to develop any kind of work that is around manifesting or calling things in that is calibrated to heart. Super easy, simple, great way to know if something's ethical if something is has morality to it is does it match with your heart your heartedness your heart energy and then that way when we're calling stuff in we're calling in more heart we're calling in more connection that's real rather than codependent connection or uh, controlling connection or um enslaving or hierarchical systems we're going to be calling in hearted and and the main the the thing that's really amazing about heart is there's not a hierarchy in heart there's not a superior inferior flip-flop heart is very very simple 
it is a level playing field. It puts us peer to peer. You can listen to a peer review episode if you want to know more about peer to peer contact. But Hard is your Hard is your great great ally in just about everything you do. And if you and if you get that, if you get that, then the things that you call in are going to be great. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.